0: Hi everyone! This episode of Beer Bubbles podcast is
1: all about a small brewery in Gothenburg called Viega Brüggerie. Yes! We sat down with co owner Calavon Sprietti and we talked about his background, low ABV beers, and much, much more. Let's listen to the podcast and enjoy! enjoy. Hi guys, welcome back to Beer Bubbles podcast and we're sitting here with Kalle from Vega and as always my uh, co-host rasmus hello guys kalle thank you for having us
2: no worries you're
1: welcome this is a lovely setup it's really cool place
2: yeah we have the best uh work spot i would say it's uh it's uh we enjoy this place
1: we came in here and uh you actually you close for the day you only do lunches now during uh, covid times but yep uh, yep you got a big scene where you do live bands you got a Really cool bar and kitchen set up here. Yep. We've been in the brewery watching it and done a little YouTube clip, which you can watch as well. Yep. Rasmus, what do you think of this place? I think it's gorgeous. And it feels like it's this industrial
0: area. And I love the idea of the kitchen being in a container. Who came up with that idea?
2: Well, actually, since we we built this place ourselves and uh, we are located uh, right at the chipyards... Uh, this container is actually an old cooling container from, uh, from the harbor that they don't use anymore because it's a little bit too long. So uh, we bought it and uh, we asked our friends uh, who drives big trucks to help us get it in here. So we were, I think, three or four trucks at the same time pulling it, lifting it in. But uh, yeah, it's here and I
1: guess it will never go away from here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it really gives the room a different feeling. Yeah.
1: But, Cal, what's your background? How did you end up in the beer business? Uh, well,
2: I met Klaus, who is the founder of uh, Vega Brewery. Um, actually, he was, uh, we met at, a Christmas fair at, uh, Dugges oh, many, cool. many, mm. many years ago when they ha- were located down in, um, another area of Gothenburg where not where they are now, where they were before Mündal. <laughs> Mündal, exactly. And they had this Christmas fair every year. So, uh, we start discussing, um, I know he was in the, in the, uh, Brewing, uh, he was interested in, in brewing and uh, actually started this company without me and we met a few years later. Again, uh, when he was up and rolling, and that's
1: when I jumped into, in the company. Cause you've been working sales in other parts of the alcoholic beverage. Exactly. Business. I worked, I worked
2: with wine before and, and other kind, and also in the restaurant business. Uh, I had a few r- restaurants before, and, uh, but I always ended up, you know, uh, drinking beer in the end. So <laughs> I, and Klaus did magnificent beers, and, uh, one of our best sellers nowadays is called Shoreline and, and that was the beer he, he wanted me to try. And when I tried that beer, I was sold. You were hooked. Yeah, I was hooked. So Shoreline APA is actually why I'm in uh, working with Klaus so uh, and have brewery, the brewery with him so
1: so how long has the brewery actually been in existence down here because it's located on uh, Ringhön
2: yeah we are uh, located here at uh, Ringhön who is uh, or which is a very nice area close to Gothenburg but still like a little bit of distance it's uh, it's like a 10 minute bike from the central station over the bridge to Hissingen. And we've been around here for ten years. Uh, actually, we just released our celebration beer, who is the ten-year anniversary. And uh, we, before we are in the location that we are now, we had a smaller brewery just down the road, but we grew that uh, grew out of that, and uh, so we ended up here. I
1: haven't seen Virga that much except when I've been in Gothenburg. Yep. Is that is the reason for that?
2: Uh, we we like the local touch. You know, we work very locally with uh, all our suppliers. We work very locally with our customers, and we we are a Gothenburg beer brewer uh, brewery. And um, also in the environmental aspect, we drive our own beer to the to the clients. We really we, we think that you have to be big in your hometown before you grow bigger. And uh, of course, we want to sell more beer, but the the local. Feeling is very important for us uh, in pretty much everything we do.
0: Yeah, the first account that I have with you guys is the Godrafton stout. Oh, yeah. I actually haven't tried anything. Before. I haven't been in Gothenburg that much as well. So so that was the first one I tried. All right. Yeah. As CeCe knows, I love stouts and I was very impressed. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. So I was happy to be able to come here today.
1: Ah, and then the other day we actually tried the Celebration uh, IP as well, which yep. was fantastic. Oh, yes. If you're ever in Gothenburg, come down here because it's a really cool place to be. And normally, how often are you open if if this wouldn't be Corona times? In the summer
2: uh, and until like uh, the end of December, pretty much, we uh, we were open two days a week. And that is uh, from Friday lunch to Friday evening and then also Saturday lunch or brunch till Saturday evening. And then we also have uh, many companies that comes to vid- visit us for beer tasting and food pairing and and brewery tours. So uh, about two to three times a, a week we have that. And then we are open for the public two uh, days a week. So on the weekends.
1: And you do concerts? How often?
2: Uh, I mean, we want to be a, a living place with with maybe not just concert. It could be like stand up. Uh, musicians, it could be exhibitions, it could be art, it could be music, but we we really want to be... Um, you come here for the beer, but you get something more than that. So uh, the concert, I would say, uh, like once a week is our goal, but we'll see when uh, this COVID-19 Crap uh, is gone,
1: and there's actually two pinball m- m- machines. I was just about just to say the there's two arcade games down <laughs> yeah. there, so we got something for everyone. A little
2: bit
0: of a nerd, yeah. you can come here as well. <laughs> That's good.
2: What
1: kind of beers are you specialising in?
0: I would say
2: the first ten years now we had we talk about a word in house uh, that in Swedish is called hinkabilitet.
1: So it's a drinkability, but with lots of exactly. beers. Exactly.
2: So like our style of beer is probably. We want it to be um, uh, like a lot of people to be able to appreciate it. So we want to find like a broad audience, not just the beer nerds. The beer nerds gonna. Kind of, uh, we want to think like, man, this is a good quality beer, right? And we also want the people that never drunk drinking beer before said, whoa, this I really like this." And uh, it's 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 hard to. Um, so you mean your beers? You want to
1: have availability for all people. That's that's our goal. Like, that's beers. our goal. Yeah.
2: And uh, since we started this restaurant. Uh, we have been able to try a lot of beers on the public, which is a really, really good way to to see what goes and not goes.
1: You're trying one on us right now, which is a non-alcoholic beer.
2: Exactly, yeah. We try to broader our uh, horizons.
1: And it's absolutely fantastic. You could have fooled me.
2: I'm glad to hear. That's yeah. the goal, yeah.
1: And it leaves a nice uh,
0: bitterness in the background as well, so it, it hangs on for a bit after you drink it, which is good for alcoholic,
1: beer, non-alcoholic beer. That's mm-hmm. good, yeah. We talked a bit earlier about hinkability I heard the expression in New York, quenchable. Yeah. Your beers are really quenchable. They're they're drinkable, not too strong and easy accessible. Exactly.
2: And I think when you go and buy, since we in Sweden have the Monopoly, I want our beer to, or we want our beer to be like the perfect go-to beer. I mean, you try the new beers, you try this fantastic hoppy beers, you try the strong porters or whatever, but you still bring a few Vega in the box because you know that's your go-to beer and you want to be associated with our our brand and our taste, and I think we actually succeeded with that. We—that's our main goal.
1: But you were quite restaurant-oriented from the beginning. Yep. How did you cope with uh, when? Restaurants just pull the handbrakes and stop buying.
2: Yeah, we had in in Gothenburg, as you mentioned before, we uh, we you see us a lot in Gothenburg on the restaurants, and and um, we lost about sixty five to seventy percent of our market when when COVID uh, came because that was our main market. But uh, we are also a small business, and we were fast to uh, change our tracks. So we started to brew a little bit lower ABVs uh, beers so we could head into the normal grocery stores market so uh, we got a few uh, we got a listing national in one big um, grocery chain and and uh, locally or like our part of sweden we have done a horse job to to get it on the shelves in the in the in the stores and and uh, that actually added up so it went all right
0: and when we were talking before we started this interview you were saying that 2021 was going to be your year for the brewery. That's what our is, feeling. <laughs> yeah. What the cost that feeling and what what are you going to do to make that happen? I
2: think we have seen... Uh, we make uh, first of all we 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 do better and better beer. We we get a new brew team in that is uh, tremendous uh, and uh, we also see the um, like folk ale or like the 3.5 uh, ABV beers uh, market is growing and also the the non-alcoholic uh, beer uh, market is also growing and uh, we have Ah, very good channels in there and um, a lot of interesting projects coming up. So, uh, yeah, keep in touch. After this, all this negativity, we have to see positive in the future. So uh, we aim for
0: that. And we always talk about trends. What's the next big thing? What's what's going to happen in the beer world? And most of the people we've spoken with is, uh, you know, 3.5, as you said, is yep. very popular right now. But do you think that's that is going to be a trend moving on to the next year, or is the hazy IPA still going to be there, or is something else going further?
2: I've seen a trend uh, that uh, people aim more and more for the classical beers. Uh, I mean, we the two most uh, selling products we have is our lagers. And our are like a session ale that is very clean. So I mean, we people like beer that takes beer. I mean, in the end, it's what I see. Rasmus is longing for the best
0: bitters and the bitters coming back in the milds and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I love like for me, the like fuller is being these kinds of ales is the best thing you can have when you're sitting in a pub yeah. and it's in Sweden they're just disappearing
2: <laughs> but we, but you have uh, hocket. they have cask every week I'm, and go, uh, I'm going there later no, tonight I've never good. been to Hockett oh you've so never I'm been to him. Hockett <laughs> oh. <I've> been <laughs> sinner you're a sinner my
0: last <laughs> visit to Gothenburg except when I was here for like 10 minutes because we were going on tour with my band was okay. not a story for children but no so I haven't been in Gothenburg you for many years you
1: didn't remember much of it afterwards
2: Hockett. no <laughs> no uh, Hockett is a uh, uh, dear friends of ours yeah. at Vega. And uh, they have been supportive uh, that you could do a totally new episode of Just About Håket, I think. <laughs> it's, uh, they have a big heart. Perhaps. I tell you what,
1: everyone we talk to down in Gothenburg when it comes to the brewery scene, they, they seem to be in love with Håket. And I understand why, because I've been there. Yeah. And also, I mean, when, when people had the toughest
2: time this summer, n- we're not selling any beer. Håket was p- pretty much the only bar in Gothenburg that got rid of all industrial beers and just bought locally. Even if it was double the price, even if it was like more hassle, they just did it. They just stopped all industrial beer and just put in local beer just to help the
0: breweries. That is awesome. So a big heart to Katis and Masse. I guess that the brewers went there as well. Definitely. definitely. Uh, for an after work and everything yeah. to support them as well. Definitely. Yeah.
1: yeah. Kalle, we're going to move on. Thank yeah. you very much for having us here. No problem. But yeah. we have one last question for yes, you. Yes, we do. The, the hard one. Okay. Should you ask it this I, time? I, I, I want to ask it. Yep. You're
0: going to die tonight but right. you can have one last beer. Oh, uh, yeah. What will you have? Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm gonna die tonight.
2: You know uh, the final beer. The final beer I would have, I would say the beer that got me in this business, and I have to say that was sh- the Shoreline APA, our own beer. I will die with that flavors in my mouth. That would be all right. Thank you very <laughs> much, Perfect. Caleb. All right, take
0: <laughs> thank care. you.
1: That's it from our visit at
0: Via Gare. Hey, check out the YouTube clip and don't forget our Instagram and Facebook for a chance to win a t-shirt from Viega Brigadier. Until next time, drink, drink better beer. Better beer.